Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Anywhere else, you got a double F. 
I think you would be standing out, but you might not be standing out for all of the right reasons. But I'm not getting into that tonight, but you got to think about that. It's weird when we start to think about things because if you start looking at what we're looking at, we got to start to see it a little bit different. So the whole thing, let me start with the I'm not enough in first because I think that at the end of the day, we should at least learn how to, we should know how it looks like or what it feels like to have to agree to disagree. Let me work on the I'm not enough in first. Um, I am. Hmm. We know who I am is, but we ain't going to go there with the I am. We just going to let it be I'm. I'm not a nothing. Not a nothing. Not a nothing. It's actually a double negative. So if someone's out there like, ah, why did we keep using the double negative? I'm using it to prove a point because actually as long as we say not a nothing, that means that we at least know that we are everything. So how about this? Because of the fact that you don't like what it looks like, because of the fact that you might not understand what it looks like, because of the fact that you didn't seen it and you don't like how it looks when it's finished, you can't just write it off as it's a nothing or a nothing. The reason why is because God created all of us for a purpose. God created all of us to do something. And even if you do nothing and God wants to use you, guess what he does? uses you. So there's no such thing, a person being nothing. So if people are out here treating you like nothing or we're treating this like nothing because we don't understand it, because we don't understand it, we act as if it doesn't exist, or because we don't understand it, it is absolutely wrong. It is unheard of, and it cannot be done because we don't put it in our mind. It hasn't been through our walk, so we think that it is nothing. Tonight on D-Block Church, I would like you to understand that we are not nothing. Each one of us individually got something. And when we find it, it becomes exactly what it is. That's something. But my, my God, my God, my God, tonight, I just want to talk about the creator who made us, you know, because he made us all to do something. So that says that you might not do what the arm can do, and you might not do what the ear can do, but who can do what the brain can do? Hmm. And when I say the brain, I mean like putting it all together. Not so much like literally the brain and the skull and the cerebrum and the, you know, the cerebellums and all that. Not the scientific of the brain, but just putting it all together. Where does the thought come from? Where is your thought thrived from? Are you waking up in the morning because you just want to get this money? Oh, I got to go get this money. It's another day at work. I'm about to get this dollar. Yeah, I'm about to get this bag, as people would say this, this today's day even though I don't understand how we could just get a bag because you don't know what the bag is full of. Have you ever thought about that? Well, I know, no, no, people used to say, you know, Miss A, you be drawing. Yeah, think about it, though. You got a bag. What is your bag full of? You have a bag of trash. You have a bag of laundry. 
You have a lot of bags. You have bags. Mm, let me be quiet because it is D Block Church, but you know what I'm talking about. You can have a lot of bits and it be on the ship. A bag. What kind of bag? I would hope it is a bag full of money, but I'd rather say I got some money or I need some money or I'm trying to get some money. That way I can specify exactly what I want in my bag, not just get caught up on having a bag. Because a bag don't supply a boat. You do understand that. It's the money that buys the boat or the credit that you need to get the boat. It ain't a bag that you put on the table. Some people might believe that you can actually walk into establishments and lay your bag on the table and your bag will speak for you. Unfortunately, sometimes you got to get through all the way to the point of where you can actually present a bag or put the money up. But, you know, I'm not there with it because I'm a not a nothing. So that says that if you ain't got nothing... You really are looking for a lot, and you're walking with a lot, and you just don't realize that you have it because you're looking at it the wrong way. People are looking at it like you ain't got nothing because as long as they fought, is what they're looking at is like we said the other night on Let's Talk About It. We're looking for your works. We're looking for your fruit. If your fruit is not adding up to what I believe that I would like to eat as my fruit, you are nothing. But tonight, that's why we're going to talk about the fact that I am not a nothing. How about that? So let's agree to disagree. Let's just agree to disagree. You know, when I hear agreeing to disagree, it's like the, that's like the street word. Like, like, okay, so in the street, you know, I'm not saying that we in the we in the world because we're not in the world, but we are of the world because we own this thing and we are doing what we need to do in it. So as long as we are who we are in this thing and we talking about who we need to be talking about in this thing, maybe the people that's in it can hear what we're trying to hear. But uh, think about agreeing to disagree in the street. But then in the church, we have decency and in order. So is decency and in order agreeing to disagree? Because in the street or in the world, we want to say, let's agree to disagree. It's easier for me to just deal with you because, you know, I really don't have to agree with you. And actually, the whole point of it is we don't even care what you really think because if I don't like you, it doesn't really matter what you're talking about because I ain't going to give you a time of day to say what it is that I think that you say because guess what? I don't like you, so therefore, I just don't agree. You don't even know what I like, but you already know you don't agree. This is in the world now. We're talking about this is just the people that you walk to, you know, you walk past in the, in the store. I mean, as if they're not even there. Not, not making eye, not, if you don't make eye contact with somebody, and I mean eye contact is like looking me in my face, looking the person in their face. If you don't make eye contact with the person, then no, you might not be responsible for engaging that person. But if you look at the person, you're supposed to at least acknowledge the fact that you just saw something because guess what? We are not nothing. So therefore, when you see me, you need to you need to say something. Speak to me. Say hi. Hold the door. How you doing? Good morning. 
I mean, just snatch me from where I am because you never know where I'm at. You know, I say that all the time. I believe that I change people's atmospheres just by speaking to them. I believe that I stopped the man from running over the girl because I spoke to him. I believe that the man was on his way to go shoot up the building because everybody in the building had pissed him off, but I held the door for him. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? You got to believe that you're not a nothing in order for that to happen. You got to know that when you wake up in the morning that you are something. And guess what? Not only are you something, but you're going to do something with it. I mean, just think about it. I know that it's a different, it's a different time. We're looking at things and there's a moment in there where it's just a lot of discouragement. Now, I'm not really sure why there's so much discouragement because if you really, 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 really are finding out what God is all about, if you really, 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 really are learning about the creator and why you were created and why he created you and what he told you about being created and how you needed to be created and all of the things that he set up for us to be able to make sure that we did, And when we did it, we were applauded. But if we didn't do it, you know, back in the day, you know, well, I should say not even back in the day, like I was there because somebody would say, eh, she was talking like she knew God and stuff. (laughs) You know, but to put back in, to put the Old Testament in 2019, it would be like I, I I I was there, I read something, and then, I walked out of the movie theater, and then I started watching it happen. But if you don't know the story, if you've never been to the movie, you don't even understand who the writer is, you're never even going to be interested in it. You're not even going to get it. You're not even going to care. But the person that cares is learning about who they are, why they are who they are, and what God has in store for them. That's why tonight, you know, this is the 1,035th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. 1,035th. You you understand what I'm saying? There's an agree to disagree in that because guess what? Out of 1,035 episodes, everything ain't always sweet. Everything ain't always peachy. But the word goes forth because we can't get caught up in who we are and who we're not because if we realize that whose we are is more important, everything that we do comes back to Purpose Kingdom Network. Why? Because it's for the good of everyone, not just the good for me. I don't feel well. Half the time I never feel well. But y'all don't know that because at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about me telling you about how good it can be. Because I'm not a nothing. There's people that walk past me every day thinking that I'm a nothing. Actually, believe it or not, they treat me like nothing. How about that? Have you ever been treated like nothing? I can stand here proudly and say that I am not a nothing. Let's agree to disagree. Because I'm not a nothing. 319-527. 6091 is the number. If you can't get in 
323-870-4174 is what you dial. Remember, if you want me, if you have a question or you want to ask a question or you need you need help, press 1. Let's get to the bottom of it today. Because guess what? If you out there and you feel as though you are, no, if you feel as though you are nothing and you want to tell somebody that you are not a nothing, please give me a call. Let us know because this is the night that you get to tell Get it off your chest. You know how they say, say it with your chest. I am not a nothing. You ain't going to talk to me like that. You ain't going to handle me like that. Why? Because God got a plan for me, and I am not a nothing. If you go in here and you read this word, right, what you will find is that God takes nothing and turns it into something. So for those that are out there that never read the word, don't know anything about the word, but you see the people from church and they, you know, they are nice and they got the cars and stuff and they look good and, you know, they grab this stuff when you get close. You've been around them forever. They've seen you all day long every day and they still treat you like they don't know you. But, you know, those people, they might treat you like nothing, but understand, they must not know anything about nothing. How about that? Because they're the ones that are close enough to God to know that they should be caring for you. They should be aiding you. They should be at least at least praying for you. I like how Toy says it. If you if you if you what did she say? If you can't say nothing nice, if you can't speak to the person, speak to God about the person. Because sometimes you have to do it that way. Because whatever the case may be, you do know that everybody can get in if you know how to get in. I know that there's a lot of people that are on the line right now that have a problem because there's a line that there's a there's a there's a verse in the Bible. I think it's like it's in John, John fourteen. Somewhere in there where Thomas is talking about, but we don't know the way. Jesus is telling them how to do what they need to do. And Thomas says, but but Jesus, we really don't know. We hear you, but we don't know the way. And Jesus turns around and says, but I, you know, you do know the way. And I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody, no man comes to the Father but by me. Well, I think people are getting caught up. And no disrespect to getting caught up, but I just want to put a different perspective on it. And the reason why I need to put a different different perspective on it is because if we don't have a true perspective of who Jesus, Yeshua, excuse me, the Christ, you know, Jesus, the Christ is, so that we can understand the sacrifice and why he still lives, and what we're supposed to be doing and not understanding that because of the fact that you got saved 20, 30, 40 years ago and you said that you believed in something, but you haven't picked up the book to figure out what God is saying in this something. If you are a person right now and you believe that you are saved and you believe in Christ, and you professed him in everything, but you have written somebody off 
I'm not saying that is right. I'm not saying that is wrong. But I'm saying that maybe we should check the word. Because I don't think that's what it says. I don't think that's what it was about. I'm caught up because I'm watching the law proceed over Christ. Somebody probably just said, what? What do you mean? The Christ is the law. Like, the law is Christ. Like, no, you're wrong. Hold up. I think we have a, I think we, I don't want to say I'm wrong. I don't want to say I'm wrong and then get kicked out of everything that I'm into. So I would say that my my views are not the views of Purpose Cable Network or anyone else that I'm affiliated with, like, you know, if you see me with them. But what I'm trying to say is when I sit and I read this word of God, it looks and says to me that if we don't walk like God walked, in the new in the old testament like if we don't understand the laws if we don't follow the laws not to the point where you're going to be stoned to death if you don't follow the law but we should be working daily to try to get better with following the law and not just continuously just go out and do the same thing every day like it doesn't matter it's all right god loves me so I didn't talk to the lady, but Jesus loved me, so I'm good. Jesus, 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 help me, help me, help me. And then I didn't even pray for the girl. I talked about her. I called six different people and talked about her. And somebody out there is like, ah, that ain't me. I mean, I'm talking to the people that are telling the truth, remember, because tonight is for the whosoever wills. So that says that it doesn't matter where you go. doesn't matter what you're calling. It doesn't matter how you do it. It just says that you care for the next man like you care for yourself. The same way you breathe, you understand that somebody else is breathing. The same bad day that you might be having, somebody else might be having that bad day. Guess what? The same people that you love and the way that you love them, that person is affiliated to people that they love and they love them. You know how your mom, you want nothing but respect for your mom? Think about somebody else's mom and they want nothing but respect for their mom. Somebody out there like, well, what is she talking about? How about it? That's not really agreeing to disagree, but for the matter of where we're at, because of the fact that we believe that we're not, because of the fact that people out here thinking that people are nothing, we need to agree to disagree because at the end of the day, we need to talk about our God. We need to talk about God. We need to talk about his plan. We need to talk about why he did what he did, how he did what he did, and who he did it with, and who he did it for, and who he did it through. If we're not talking about any of that kind of stuff, we're not even talking. If we talk about something that's going on in Washington, if we talk about something about an impeachment of something else and something else and whatever it is that we're talking about, if it ain't got anything to do with your salvation, if it ain't got anything to do with helping your neighbor, if it don't have anything to do with putting your blocks together and putting your neighbors back to where your neighbors used to be so that when your kids walk outside, they can do what they need to do as kids, we shouldn't even be talking about it. If they talk about money for a wall or money for some streets or money for a building. But we walking around abandoned buildings, 
in areas where the kids is running amok. Dare you talk about 45 for 45 minutes. Don't nobody care. Other babies are dying worldwide, all around the world. Somebody need to be saying something. Ain't nobody saying that. We watching television. We being entertained. I apologize for getting upset and being loud right now because I know 16 people are like, oh, excuse me, I forgot we worldwide. So 16 million maybe is mad, appalled, clutching their pearls because they don't like the tone that I'm using. I apologize. God, I don't want to offend you because really I want you to get this word too. This word is for everybody. But if I can't speak real, like for me, like the way I live, and and I don't want anybody to think, oh, well, he's just ignorant and da 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 and da da No, actually, I'm not. How about that? Maybe that's the problem. I'm not. And if you want to be ignorant and you want to act ignorant, it's one thing to do it. But you can't be it. Somebody didn't get that. Somebody didn't get that. It is one thing to do it. But you can't be it. That's, that's, that, it cannot be your existence. You cannot be who you want to be like that. It ain't going to work. If I'm the first person that's telling you tonight, then you're hearing it tonight on the 1035th episode of Purpose Kingdom Network on D-Block Church. This is Adrian, Misunderstandings Allen, and I'm trying to let you know it ain't going to work. We need to agree to disagree right now. Why? Because I am not a nothing. And if you think so, go grab a book and read about it. There's a story in the book. There's a story in the Bible. Reason why I'm saying it's a story in the Bible because if you ain't got a Bible, you got a if you ain't got a Bible or a Torah or a Quran or or whatever you supposed to get this basic instruction before leaving this earth, you ain't got it. I ain't talking to you, obviously. Obviously, you probably hung up anyway. But if you're on this line and you know people that know a little bit about something, but they are so sick and they are so done with everything that's going on with what we have done, what, what God is trying to do in this world, please tell them about the Black Church because what the, the one thing that we will do is we will not be silent. No more. No more. Babies are dying. Babies are dying and people are laughing. I'm sorry. I don't understand. We got we got misconceptions of what's going on in this world, and if we don't understand that God has a strategy, a strategy which says that guess what? Maybe the world needs to be listening to D Block Church on a Thursday, so that they can work this thing on a Friday. They can get this thing on a Saturday and bring people to church on a Sunday. How about that? Let's figure that out. Oh, no, that means I would have to talk to, like, six people. Oh, my God, I wouldn't be able to talk to six people because, you know, I mean, I love God and everything, but, you know, he loved me, and we'd be working it out. i just be worried about myself. You know, I worry about my family, and that's all I got to do, you know. I've been in church. I know how it is. God knows me. He knows my heart. I understand all of that, and it all sounds good. 
it all sounds good. You know when it don't sound good? When you walking down the aisle of your grandma, your aunt, your cousin, your uncle's funeral, and you sick to be tired because their life is over. And you didn't get a chance to say whatever it was that you thought you wanted to say. Half the time is I love you, cuz. Half the time is I love you, auntie. I love you, bro. Not, you remember, you owe me that $30 from like 12 years ago. And then when I came in the house, you act like you didn't owe it to me. Are you serious? But now you're looking at him in the casket. Where you at? What you doing? What you doing? Yeah, this is why we're here. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm saying what I'm saying. This is why I feel the way I feel. Why? Because if nobody else is saying anything, thank you, God, for choosing me because I'm trying to tell you we need to agree to disagree on this thing because I am not a nothing. It ain't nothing out here that's nothing. I'm telling you, not there is nothing that God created that wasn't supposed to work. You understand that because you could, so you might have been bad. Think about it. The man at the, the the man at what beautiful laying in front of beautiful, right? But somebody bought him there every day. He wasn't just there, like so he left there, went somewhere else, came back, and then still got bought and be put right there. Why do you keep leaving me at the door? Until Jesus walks up and says, "Uh, I mean, I feel you." Nobody's bringing you in. Nobody's picking you up. Nobody's helping you. Nobody's doing anything. I I got you. I understand that it's a struggle. I get it. You hungry. You got to do what you got to do. I hear you. But when are you going to, um, you know, just roll over because the water is right there? It ain't too far for you. You ain't even got to. If you want, I can shove you. But, oh, God, no. He would not shove nobody. You know, Christ was so absent. God is not like that. He is just so kind. He would not do that in that manner. He would give you the choice. Yeah, I understand that. I think he was giving us the choice. He's been giving us the choice. Now it's 2019. I ain't giving you no choice. Get down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you would come back just so he could tell you. Just so he could tell you himself. So you wouldn't be up. That with me because, oh, my God, wouldn't talk like that. I don't know where y'all got this hum coming from the air, but I guess that's how it used to be in the entertainment of things. But it's about to be 2020. We're about to have a whole new election. Everything's about to happen. Well, hopefully we have a whole new election because the people are talking about next year already, like it already happened, and they got to get this man out of here. But... You know, so we still going to show up at the polls and vote, right? But I remember that a lot of y'all voted for Biden last week, two weeks ago. Remember? You know, all the people that was at the polls and they voted for the vice president. I mean, they vote, you know, they voted for Biden. I'm like, oh, you voted for Biden today? Oh, yeah, girl, I got all my votes there. Mm. Well, Hallelujah. We go back to we have to agree to disagree because we are not nothing. But if we are acting as if we know nothing, and that ain't no double negative, that's a K-N-O-W with a nothing. 
no nothing, K-N-O-W, nothing, is mean that you really don't know. You don't know the English. You don't understand the language. You don't know who. You don't know who you should be looking for. You don't know who you should be listening to. Your children don't know who to follow. You know, it used to be funny because everybody always says that you can raise your child. And then when your child leaves your sight, it's really up to the child. But, you know, back in the day, we never had that. Because I know people still to this day that are scared of their parents. And they are older than 40. How about that? Somebody just said, what? I wish I would. I'm grown. I'm like a whole grown 22-year-old. Shut up. Your 22 ain't got nothing on that 82. It really ain't got nothing on the 42. But we all play a part in this thing. Generation from generation to generation. And right now what we are doing, anybody that's over 30, we are failing our young. We are failing our youth. We are failing our children. Someone asked me the other day, well, Dad, you know why the kids is getting shot up? And then they was about to say something about the kids. And I said, whoa, 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 stop. I just need you to know that the kids are getting shot up because we, as the believers, didn't do what we were supposed to do a while ago. This is just the, this is just the repercussions of us not following what we were supposed to be doing. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Well, where did you get that from? I would get that from the book because that's exactly what it says. But then if you go into what's really, really, really going on in this thing, we got people that don't understand a little bit about what's going on, but they have a lot to say. I met a young man today. That he blessed my soul. He really did. He grew up in Israel. 22 years. He was a Muslim. We had the best conversation about Christ that I've ever had in my life. And then the only thing I could ask him was, well, why is it that the African-American Muslim is having such a big problem with just grasping the fact that he is our savior? He looked at me and said, well, they don't really have a problem with it, but they have a problem with church. I said, what you say? I said, wait, I can understand what you're talking about because it's the same thing that I'm sitting here just talking about. We're doing all of this and we're doing all of that, but we're not really into the word of God. So I can see where someone would be disenfranchised with a person not understanding, but they can't just knock off who Christ is. Because we got we to gotta go back to who the three and one, you know, that's the only way that's going to work. But you got to understand exactly what it is. When I tell you, listen, the way that the word is about to happen, the way that it happens in the word is the, the person comes back. Like Saul, the one that's killing all the people. You know, the one that everybody that was loving Jesus, everybody that followed Christ, everyone that knew anything about God was saying that 
they were running from Saul because Saul was the one that was actually getting rid of them because they were putting that word out. But then one day Saul was on his way. And he was on his way to do something bigger than ever because he was about to go take out the whole squad. And God stopped him. I ain't going to say, well, I'm going to say God stopped him. And he met Jesus on the road. Talk to me. Jesus had already been here, left, done that, died, ascended, and everything. Now, he's standing dead in front of this man who did nothing but kill and everything and said, now I'm going to take you and I want you to go here and then wait there and somebody else going to come and get you and we're going to just do what you do. He like, okay, well, he only did that because he was blind and he couldn't really see. So he really had no choice but to actually do exactly what it was. And when you start to know what God really is doing in your life, you realize that he really takes you out of the equation and he just starts doing the things. I have a friend that tells me that, well, you remember you're not driving. (laughs) I have to chuckle because anybody that knows about going somewhere and you realize that you're not driving, it's almost like your Uber driver taking you where you got to go. But, like, tonight I had three Ubers that did not speak any kind of English. So there was no communication in there. And, I mean, we couldn't even t- we couldn't even laugh together and be like, mm, make this left. They were lost. I was, lo- I was getting lost in the Uber, like, oh, my God, we're going to follow this GPS, and we're just going to follow this GPS. And I realized in my life I don't ever want to just be stuck following the GPS. Never. I want to make sure that I am who I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to be, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and the only way that I can really literally do it is to know who God is in my life and to know the strategy that he has for me. And it's funny because I say strategy, and I didn't really mean to say strategy at this late date, this late time, because strategy, we're going to have to talk about it at the table. Because I, I wanted to go into the strategy because if you think about God and his strategy, a lot of people just don't understand where you are or where I am or where they are or where that other thing is in the process of God's plan in their life. They could be on their way to it. They could be on their way through it. They could be in the midst of it. Or they maybe, you know, smooth sailing. And you remember, anybody that's smooth sailing and proud of it in this day and day, I, I don't want to say it any other, I don't know how to, I don't know any nice way to say it, but it's D-Block Church. So basically, if you ain't a part of the solution, you might either be the problem or you're very, very, very close to it. Very, very, very close to it. If you don't see that there's a problem, that the children are getting shot up, if you don't see that there's a problem, that the neighborhoods are being silent and kids are getting killed. I mean, because, you know, the neighborhood has a lot of people in the neighborhood. You got the kids that may be being, doing the shooting and stuff. But then you got the the young boys, you know what I mean, that aren't the kids anymore. They're the young boys. 
but they might still be on the corners and stuff doing whatever they're doing. But then you got, like, the old heads, and they still might be kind of doing what they're doing. But then you got, like, the double OGs, triple OGs, and all that, and nobody's saying anything to anybody. But now the babies are dying. Ain't nobody going to step up. Nobody's going to take this kid outside and whip him in front of the street. Excuse me for saying it like that because, you know, everybody would say, ah, oh, that would be corporal punishment or whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm sorry. Think about it, y'all. These kids is killing our babies because they're not adults. Well, I ain't going to say that they're not adults because they are adults. But if they're, if they're an adult that hasn't been taught, if they're an adult that hasn't been I'm I don't even know. I don't I don't understand why and how it's happening. But I can tell you I love the fact that we have a God that in an instant in an instant can change the perspective of life for you. I ain't say you're gonna change your life because actually like I said, you know, I'm a firm believer. Once you stay you once you say you want him in your life, the devil gets really mad. Well, if you're good. Like I said, if you if you were on his team and you really, really working for him and you think that you want to do something for Christ, your world about to go crazy. Everything about to happen to you. But understand that if that's what you want to do and that's where you that's the decision and choice you're making, make it strongly. Stay with him. Stay with him. God got you. But you can't have faith and fear. So remember you got to choose one of them. Fearful. That says that you really don't believe in the God who came down, walked this thing, talked this thing, showed you the example, and was the living sacrifice for each and every one of us, for the whosoever wills, as we like to say. If you're out there tonight and you do not know, you don't know anything, you just know that you need something, you don't know if it's better, or I should say you don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, but you know it's better. If you walk around feeling what you see. And if you don't understand what I mean, then that means you don't walk around feeling what you see. But if you're walking around here and you are feeling what you see, you're feeling the despair, you're feeling the desperation, you're feeling it, you're looking at it, you watch the people and you see the sadness in their face, you see them, and you have like this, I want to do something, but I don't know what to do, and I don't know how to do it, and I just don't know, and I don't want to do it anymore because I just can't help them. This is an opportunity for you tonight to ask God to come into your life so that you can be the light in those dark situations. God, to come into your life and forgive you of all of the things that you've done so far. Because you know you're going to do, like, so much more. 
We're going to strive not to do. I like how Toy says it, you know, it don't make you sinless, but it will make you sin less, a lot less, every day. If you get into the book of Ephesians, it will really, really, really break it down to you to the point where you understand exactly what it looks like, exactly why you have to do it that way. And when you feel some type of way, you understand that you're not really sitting in the place that you need to be sitting in it because that is not God. If you are a person and you know that you need Christ to come into your life and cleanse you, to give you that next shot, to give you that new shot. You know, they say in Christ, mercies renew every morning. So that says the bad day that you had, the crazy day that you had, no matter what happened, you actually have the right and you have the ability to wake up as if it's a new day. Now, I know somebody out there wants to try me because they're like, mm. It ain't no new day because whatever happened yesterday, try me. Go for it. Because whatever happened to you yesterday, if you really firmly believe it, because guess what? If you're not a nothing, the next day when somebody comes at you with what happened yesterday, you should stop them and say, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Was it a really, 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 really major thing? Because we really, 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 really should have handled it yesterday. Because when I go to bed, I put it on the altar, and when I wake up, my things is new. What about you? Yeah, I said it. Y'all know it's they, this D-Block Church. Y'all can do it. I'm trying to tell you, when you start standing in the fact that you said, God, I need you to come into my life because I am a sinner. I have done wrong. But I want to do right. Teach me your ways. Show me. Teach me your ways. Show me how and why you do what you do. We ask God that you come and you carry people through what they're doing. You carry people through and ask the questions and get them to where they need to be. It looks like I have a caller. I'm I'm look I'm looking I'm like, oh wait, things is happening. Things is happening. God is binging. Oh no. It's a caller. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. G- good evening, Hello. caller. I- Yes, good evening. Yes, I just thank God for the word tonight and thank God for how he used you and all that's been said. And my name is Brother Coleman. I'm just calling in for prayer and just ask God this for prayer tonight. And I want prayer for my God, Lord. I'm just believing God to deliver her and to re-reconcile the relationship, to turn the heart back to God and to allow the Holy Spirit to just, uh, uh, just give me a major breakthrough in that situation. God bless you. Wait a minute. God bless you. Because you do know that it says that if you speak it into existence, God hears what you say. God hears your word. God understands exactly the situation. Speed it be and acceleration, 911. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And you know what they say. He don't come when we want him, but he's there right on time. So understand that wherever you are, wherever it is in, 
God got it. And know that even if it falls, even if it fails, even if it don't work out the way you think <coughs> you want it to work out, still trust him. Know that he got it. Know that he got it. Why? Because I'm not a nothing, and you're not a nothing either. I'm trying to tell you, baby, whatever that situation, whatever it is, we speak life into it right now. We change it, God. Change it, fix it, move it, shake it, do whatever you got to do. Why? Why? Because we know and we believe it, God. We believe it like it is like it is just right now. Right now. You yes. are that right now, God. Yes. You are that right now, God, and we ask you to come right now. We yes. ask you to come. Brother Coleman is standing. Brother Coleman's family is standing. And he's yes. standing in the gap for everybody. They say it only takes one. We only yes. need one. One. Yes. Brother Coleman, I'm just, mm, mm. And mm, hallelujah, God, do you think, Chappie, Chappie, look, I'm calling on Chappie. Now, I want you to know that if this is the first time on the block, you got to come back because you got to come back and tell us what happened because, like, we like the milliwack on the block with the blood, you know, because we, we ask for him and we say something and then we get it and then we don't say nothing. Yes. Make sure you come back. Tell us what it was. I'm trying to tell you, you know, even, is that happy? I'm here. I just wanted to come because I said it only takes one, but it also says where two, one can chase a thousand, but two can put 10,000 to flight. He said in his word, where two or three are gathered together, Touching and agreeing in his name and on his word that there he is in the midst. So, Father God, we come before you standing on your word this evening. We come agreeing with you on your word this evening. We come one representing the Father, the other representing the Son, and the last of us representing the Holy Spirit. We come three touching and agreeing on your word, God. You said, Father. God, that we have not for we, because we ask yes, not. Lord. You said that whatever we ask, though, in your son Jesus' name, if we ask with full faith, it should be granted unto us. We come yes. this evening, Father God, asking you to move your might and by your power. Yes. Right now, in the name of yes. Jesus, we do not know what yes. the situation is, God. We do not know what provision the family needs, Father, but we know that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We know that you are omnipotent God, our omniscient God, our omniscient God, that you are all-powerful, all-knowing, and in all places, Father. I was taught as a child, God, that when I can't tell the person about Jesus to tell Jesus about the person, well, Lord, I come to you this evening. To let you know about his God child, Father God. You know everything about her, right down yes. to the very molecules that are running through her body, Father God. You created them, Father. We ask right now, God, that you will turn yes. the situation around, that yes. you will hold yes. the enemy a day long enough, God, that you yes. will come back to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
We yes. ask right now, Father God, that every stumbling block that has been put in her way will be yes, removed Lord. in the name of yes. Jesus, God. We ask yes. right now, Father God, that in the name of curse will be broken right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We ask right now that you would just touch the family right now and yes. as a whole, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that you will breathe unity back into them <coughs> right now, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, that as you bring about their unity, that you will restore their strength. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, give them back their joy, Father, for the joy of the Lord is their strength, Father. Bring it back unto them a thousandfold, Father. Hallelujah, God. And we just say thank you. We thank you, Father, for we know that we already have the victory through Christ Jesus. So we say amen. Amen and amen. Yes. Yes. Sister Adrian, I believe God's going to do a breakthrough. I believe God's going to do a breakthrough speedily. Yes. Speedily. Uh, right now, uh, right now, That's God, right. for a right now situation. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Right. Sister Adrian is back in your hands. Brother Coleman, Sister Adrian is going to close out with you. Thank you so much. But right. you call back and give your yes. praise report. We know there's a praise for but I already know it's going to happen suddenly, so it won't be long. I like that. Claim that. I like that. It won't be long. And if you are out there and you are somebody and you're like, wow, what just happened? That's called God, honey. Oh, welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. There is one thing and one thing for sure. Y'all better know that we got to agree to disagree because we are not nothing. Mm. We are not nothing. I was a wretch undone, living in a world of sin. I had no hope, no peace within. Somebody told me what Jesus did. Said he gave his life and died for my sins. Now I'm justified and I'm sanctified. I'm glorified in his holy name. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. If you come to him, he'll make you clean. Come to him, he'll set you free. Where there's no hope, he'll give you hope. Where there's sadness, he gives you joy. He will pick you up and turn you around. Place your feet on, on solid ground. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. And then they say, you oughta come on. You oughta come on. You oughta come on. You oughta come. Better come on to Jesus. I better come on to Jesus. I better come on to Jesus. Yo, 
Y'all got to understand it. When I get in the thing and when you get in the thing, it's like sitting in a pocket. If you ever been in a pocket and you can be in a pocket with God, my God, my God, my God. It just makes you want to sing. Tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. The economy is down. People can't get enough pay. But as for me, all I can say is thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. The folks without homes live out in them streets, and the drug habits some say that they just can't be. With mothers and robbers, no place seems to be safe. But he'll be your protection every step of the way. And I want to say, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Oh, oh, it could have been me outdoors with no food. Or no clothes, or just alone, without a friend, or another number with a tragic end, or just deceiving to let none of these things be. Because every day with your power, you keep blessing me, and I wanna say. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. Mm. Y'all better be saying thank you, thank you, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Woo, I can't wait for seeing y'all in two weeks. Y'all better tell a friend and tell another friend and tell another friend to get up on this thing. We got to agree to disagree because we are not nothing. I mean that, y'all. If somebody say, what you saying? Tell them again. I am not a nothing. Change it. Fix it. Treat me different. Why? Because I believe it. Why? Because God says so. Good night, y'all. I love you. What up, what up, what up? Hey, Black. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are. So we tell them, this is the black, mighty, mighty, the black church. You better get it. He's a slave. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.